Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now listening to the Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. Yo, what is going on, Eagles fans? Welcome to another edition of the Philly Pod brought to you by the Liberty Line. I'm your host, as always, Victor Williams, joining you on this very exciting Victory Monday as your Philadelphia Eagles are now 12-1 and and officially playoff bound. The first team this year to clinch a playoff berth. But as you guys may well know, we got bigger aspirations. We got bigger goals, but it feels good to get into the postseason. You guys can go follow me on all social platforms at the Philly Pod, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, wherever you've seen my content. Be sure to give me a follow over there to keep up with everything that's going on. Eagles, if you're new to the show, appreciate you guys. Be sure to subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere else you get your shows. Be sure to leave those reviews, rate five stars. We've been getting more of those lately. Appreciate you guys for doing that, helping us move up the charts of Eagles podcasts. We can bring it to new eyes and ears of NFL fans, football fans, and of course, Philadelphia Eagles fans. Joining me as always, you can follow him on social media platforms at Steven Conrad Jr. He's my right-hand man. If you've been listening for a while, you know the deal is wherever I go, he goes. Steven, 12-1. Jalen Hurts, officially your lead candidate for MVP, according to DraftKings Sportsbook. He is now the odds-on favorite for MVP because quarterbacks left and right are throwing interceptions. Mahomes three yesterday. Dak is throwing them on his own goal line. But Dak will tell you that these close wins over the 1-10-1 and and Texans will serve us better than blowouts. I don't know if that's a shot at the Eagles, but doesn't matter at this case because the Eagles are in firm control of the NFC's top overall seed. How's it feel, man, on this bright and early victory monday this is probably the earliest we've ever done one one of these shows <laughs> well since you mentioned the uh cowboys let me just get that off my chest really quickly uh i think the nfl should absolutely investigate the texans for tanking um i'm not sure how you have the ball at the one yard line and can't score on four straight tries i don't know how coming out of a timeout out of a timeout Going for it on a fourth down, your quarterback doesn't even know which way the running back is going to be. To Well, obviously, I'm assuming they were just going to hand it off, or maybe it was some sort of bootleg play-action play, as a lot of teams like to run. Not sure what happened there uh, is what it is, but uh, we take care of our business over here. Um, Jalen Hurts in a relatively... I mean, it was close in the beginning of our matchup against the Texans, but we pulled away at the end, and Hurts was unhappy after the game, and that kind of shows his leadership and and the team around him the culture he's established versus the Cowboys look like they won the Super Bowl after that game so Mm -hmm. that is all that needs to be said there um 
We're going to touch on this Eagles and Giants game, a big divisional game, by the way, against yet another playoff team. You can mm-hmm. say what you want about Daniel Jones. The Giants were 7-4-1 and coming into this game, and um, yeah, just yet another team that the Eagles beat. And I'm not going to do this good-bad team thing. I think every team is, you could honestly make an argument that's good. Uh, a team that I've been saying all season long is a good team, and their record will not indicate it. Just beat the Minnesota Vikings yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay? Detroit getting so better. So let's just better get that week, straight. Man. The Detroit Lions are a legitimate team. Can we just get that straight? Yeah, they're getting better and better by the week. They're a team that we all knew, and apparently Detroit wants to move forward with Jared Goff. They think he's the mm. quarterback of the future. He's been he's been on fire these last uh, few games. Jamison so Williams uh, is back now. Was that his yeah. first game back? First game, first touchdown, too. First touchdown. Remember, of the game that was, was a guy for the OGs here, me and Vic. Uh, there was a point in time where we were like, you know what? Maybe he's the guy. Maybe we'll just get mm-hmm. yet another speedster over here. He was arguably the most explosive receiver in the draft. I wasn't big on London. Alave was cool. Uh, and some of the other guys, Garrett Wilson, I was a big fan of. But I was like, man, Jameson Williams might be might be the answer uh, at, at one of those picks. But the, the Eagles obviously went in a different direction and got a proven talent in A.J. Brown. And we'll talk uh, more about, about that, uh, of course. But before we get into it, as always, shout out to the sponsor over at DraftKings Sportsbook. The NFL postseason is right around the corner and the Eagles are officially in DraftKings has you covered with some exciting sportsbook offers as we near the playoffs. And for a limited time only, you can win $150 instantly. All you have to do is sign up for a new DraftKings sportsbook account, make a deposit, and place a $5 wager on any pregame money line. And if your bet wins, you'll receive $150 in free bets instantly in addition to any cash winnings from your original wager. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, and you can deposit and withdraw cash whenever you want so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today with the link in our podcast description. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL gambling problem. Call 1 800 Gambler. Steven, I don't know if you saw it yesterday, but I put out the little slip of Boston Scott, uh, two touchdowns. It was like 20 to win like uh, 1100 bucks. I was like, I spent 20 on worse. Um, he almost had the kick return touchdown, and then yeah. of course, got the uh, the touchdown late. I did mm. play him single. At plus seven fifty odds, uh, fifteen bucks to win uh, about one thirty. So I did cash out on that. So if you want to take advantage, uh, you think a team has an edge, you think somebody's going to score, be sure to go ahead get signed up at DraftKings. Head to our podcast description so you can get started with hundred and fifty dollars in free money. Free money is always always a good thing. Uh, so Steven, to your point, the Giants, yeah, we're 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 seven and two. Like a month ago, they were five and one at one point seven and two. People were like, "Don't sleep on the Giants." I, for one, always thought they were frauds, but I'm not here to sing sing my own praises. And now they are at the bottom of the division. Washington is above them. Dallas is, of wow. course, in second place. Giants dead last, dead last. Thanks to that tie last week, and now they just can't seem to uh to do anything right. Jalen Hurts connects with five different receivers, or nine different, my apologies, nine different receivers in this game. I didn't even know we had nine pass catchers active. But we well, were the first drive, you connected with like seven, seven different receivers, right? Seven of them. He was spreading that ball around. People were, uh, we were all scared of what was going to happen when Dallas Goddard went down. And Jalen Hurts has has taken that opportunity to uh, to spread the ball around en route to the dominating 48-22 to victory in their fourth postseason berth in five season so i guess steven we can uh get started by by running down the milestones because the eagles are seemingly setting records every single week i feel like every week we're making graphics and posts about what record did the eagles set this week what new team records jalen hurts is is becoming the first player to do something each and every week and then this game was no different uh but before we sing the praises of uh of, of jalen hurts 
Miles Sanders, a guy mm. that caught a lot of mm. a lot of flack coming into the year. You know, injury woes, and you know his vision has been has been spoken about. And we, of course, entering a contract year and a stacked free agency class uh, coming up this offseason. Kareem Hunt, uh, uh, David Montgomery, there's some really good names coming up in this uh, free agent class that Miles Sanders is going to be a part of if the Eagles don't uh, extend him. But man, Miles Sanders—he's far Sanders, away the best now. I would argue he's a top five back at this point, rushed for a career high, 144 yards on 17 carries, eclipsing 1,000 yards in a season for the first time in his career. And it's been said uh, re- Since re- Shady McCoy, by the way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's been said repetitively at this point. But there's there's been multiple records that the Eagles have set for the first time since 2014 that will run down the list. But Miles is first. First running back uh, in Eagles history since 2014 to rush over 1,000 yards. LaShawn McCoy was the last person to do that. So, Steven, I'll give you the floor to uh, to, to go ahead and give uh, Miles Sanders his flowers because we've been critical of him, as, as most people have. But he has been – this has been far and away his best season. He's looked like a different runner this season and couldn't be more than, more than happy for the guy. Just one year after he failed to find the end zone once, he now has his, his 10th touchdown uh, or did he get 11? He had two ele- yesterday. I believe he, he has 11, 11, 11 now. 11, 11, 11, now, yeah. 11 rushing touchdowns just one year after not having a single one. So, Steven, this floor is yours. How happy are we about Miles Sanders and, and the production that he's he's given the Philadelphia Eagles in 2022? Well, I kind of want to, yeah, just take a step back um, before even this season because I don't think any of us saw this coming from him. I always thought with more um, opportunity and health too he could put up pretty good numbers i think he could find himself in you know the top 10 running back conversation whatever you want to say um but i always thought and i I didn't like when eagles fans used to say this um they tried to use it as a detriment against him what was the argument it was always you could really put any mediocre back behind this offensive line they'll put up numbers yeah sure Mm -hmm. but he's like he's a home run threat um He's worked on his body. He runs hard now. His vision and, and patience. He has a lot of Le'Veon Bell to his game. I don't think people realize that when he's carrying the ball, uh, the patience and the and the vision. Um, but yeah, like you can't just stick like any back behind this offensive line and think they're going to put up 144 rush yards, two touchdowns, like do all the stuff that he's doing, rush for over a thousand yards. Because if that was the case, uh, Wendell Smallwood would have done it that one year. Whoever, whatever back you were trying to roll with. <laughs> Um, Miles has played himself into a big contract, I think, but I don't think it's necessarily, this is just me predicting. I think, um, it may actually work out to the Eagles favor in a way, because I just think the running back market is so tough. And I would hope that the Eagles try their best to retain him, uh, because, as much as I, as you know, me being a Kenneth Gainwell supporter, I just don't think he has running back one potential um, and obviously, like, if you look down the list, I mean, Boston Scott may not even be here next year. So, like, if we're projecting long term, um, Miles has kind of been aging like fine wine, dude. It seems like he kind of has gotten over a lot of the, like, on the field issues such as ball security and maybe, like, hitting the hole. That was kind of something he struggled with. Those are all things he's improved upon. He's catching the football now really well. He's blocking. And most importantly, he is healthy. And that's crazy to consider, man, because he rushed the ball 17 times yesterday and he's touching it at least 20 plus times per game. So he's touching the ball more and he's still able to stay on the field. Yeah, I remember I remember last year when the uh, especially the first half of the season when Miles was having like two touches and a half and we were all screaming, you got to give Miles the ball at some point before they switched up the uh, the regimen after that two and five start. 
Uh, so, so good to see Miles Sanders uh, not only stay healthy, but to produce at an, at an elite level at the way. I think he's currently uh, to top five in rushing yards. And he, like you said, he's playing himself into a, into a nice little payday. Whether it'll be from Philadelphia or not, uh, that remains uh, remains to be seen. If you would have told me that Saquon Barkley and, and, and uh, mm. Miles Sanders were going to uh, play head-to-head, and that Miles Sanders was the better of the two Penn State running backs. I would have, I, I wouldn't have believed he that. He was far and away um, better. I think he yeah. ran for over a hundred more yards than him. <laughs> yeah, and obviously Saquon had had the stinger. He was questionable all, all up until kickoff, um, um, pretty much. But we'll talk about what the defense has been doing in recent weeks in regards to to the rushing, uh, uh, uh limiting the uh, the opposing rushers. But very good on Miles Sanders. Uh, couldn't be happier. I think that sums the up the two the career of both of them. Like when you look at it, it kind of all started at Penn State when Miles backed him up. Like Saquon was always that high volume guy early in his career, you know, projected to be the superstar thing. And I hate to say this because I'm not trying to like take away from talented NFL players, but you look at teams like even with Derrick Henry per se, who like we're probably just never going to see another player like him, Ezekiel Elliott, like. I think when you draft a running back high, I just don't think you can go as high as like, well, I'm not going to say first round, but, you know, like top 10 pick in the draft. I think we lucked out Miles Sanders in the second round because, I mean, if you were to do a redraft, he's a, I mean, you'd argue in that draft, he's a top 20 talent when you say, Mm -hmm. I mean, him and I guess what, Josh Jacobs, who, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's balling out too, but, uh. There's like it's a weird it's a weird thing because I always thought the Eagles handled the running back thing really interestingly. Um, I guess if you look back at when they traded what was it like a fourth round pick for Jay Ajayi, that was a really smart move. And at the time, like he was a really good player, he was really productive. Obviously, he wasn't like a top, you know, running back in the NFL. But it, it's interesting. A lot a lot of people try to compare this Eagles team, right? This Eagles team to the 2017 team. And I think mm-hmm. one of the many, honestly, one of the many differences is Miles is just far and away the best back on both those teams, and it's not even close. Yeah, Miles Sanders currently you know? fifth in the uh, fifth in the NFL in rushing yards. You mentioned Josh Jacobs; he currently leads the league with fourteen hundred yards. Derrick Henry second, Nick Chubb third, Saquon fourth, Miles Sanders fifteen yards behind Saquon Barkley in that uh, in that fifth spot ahead of Dalvin Cook, which is which is good to see. So couldn't be happier for Miles Sanders. Uh, hope he keeps it up, gets uh, stays healthy, and will uh, uh, get a good playoff run out of him. Next guy we will uh, celebrate is Mr. A.J. Brown, who we knew would have an immediate impact when the trade was made. Um, but the I don't think we truly understood, well, at least I didn't, I'll speak for myself, how much he would transform this offense just by being available. And A.J. Brown has eclipsed 1,000 yards yesterday as well as we all mentioned, since uh, the first guy <laughs> to do it in Eagles green since Jeremy Macklin in 2014. So A.J. Brown obviously was a recipient of one of the touchdown throws from uh, from, from Jalen Hurts. And these receivers, man, these 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 mm-hmm. receivers are, are getting it done. People were complaining about Smitty, and is he going to be upset about his lack of targets? And these two are one of the most talented duos in, in the NFL, Smitty with a touchdown catch uh, of his own. A.J. Brown finished the day, four catches, 70 yards, one touchdown, Devontae Smith, five catches, 64 yards, and a touchdown. And last week, they were the first Eagles duo to each have 100-plus yards, and they continued uh, yeah. that trend this week. How – I don't even know how to put it into words. The 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 we, we literally used to pray for times like this. Like, the stat that they showed <laughs> during the broadcast was Jalen Hurts 10-plus rushing touchdowns, right? Moss Sanders 10-plus rushing yep. touchdowns, and A.J. Brown 10-plus 
receiving touchdowns. This is the first trio in team history to each have 10-plus touchdowns in a mm. season. We used to see these graphics up and down the timeline every single year, and it was never us. We were just like, maybe one day. I wonder what it feels like to have powerhouses as an offense. The Eagles are a legit powerhouse on offense, and this is without Dallas Goddard, who's yep. going to return at some mm. point. I don't know how anybody can stop them. I'm really, even while I was watching the game, like from an objective standpoint, I was like, even if I wasn't an Eagles fan and I was watching this, I truly wouldn't know like how you beat this team. Everybody swore the, uh, not the Redskins, the commanders gave the blueprint and all this and that. And the Eagles have been undefeated ever since. So if the, if the, if the Washington is the ones that provided the blueprint with a long and uh, you know, with a, with a long sustained rushing attack and Jonathan Taylor and Derek Henry and Saquon Bartley, you can't do the same thing with those guys. I'm going to assume that that blueprint is rendered useless to this point. So Steven, before we before we uh, run down the, uh, the MVP train, before we continue to lead the MVP train for Jalen Hurts, talk to me about these Eagles receivers and what they've been able to accomplish so far this season. Well, yeah, I mean, you couldn't have said it any better, man. Like, we literally used to pray for times like this. like, And not even necessarily pray for times like this. Just, like, something like... I prayed for know, one receiver, taken, like, let a alone third two. Of, of the production we're getting, like, uh, from our receiver position. I mean... I saw a tweet that was really circling around because, um, you know, it was Giants week. So people immediately go back to the Giants game last week um, and it was Jalen. I didn't realize this. I somehow missed it last year, but it was after Rager, I believe, dropped that second pass. Jalen just t- like and he never shows. B- I'm not going to say bad body language. He just never shows really anything. He's a stoic Emotion, man, right? Nothing. Yeah. And he just tucked his head down, and his head was just down for like a solid 15 seconds. So it's just crazy to go from that to um, this. And really quickly, I want to I want to add uh, before we dive into these receivers more. I believe I said this on the last podcast. Like, remember we were we were doing the whole Hertz MVP debate thing, um, mm-hmm. and, and I was saying how the one thing that may hold him back compared to guys like Josh Allen and Mahomes is that they make way more like. You know, they got the highlight-worthy plays just because they got their their arms are unmatched. We're never going to see arms like that anymore. But and back-to-back weeks, Jalen Hurts has made masterful throws, like deep balls, tight window throws. Like last week, it was that one to AJ Brown. Can we talk about that fourth and seven touchdown to Devontae Smith was insane? First Absolutely of all, hell of a insane. call before the play even happened. Hell of a call to even have him do that. And and uh, well, who was the safety? Julian Love that either number one could have laid out Devonte. If, if oh, he, I thought Devonte was to. done. I was like, I, I saw thought him he was like, about to get Are we level. serious? Like, really? like Rodney McLeod Ram style, like was, that hit. Like that's what you know I what was going, was going through my head. I'm just really yeah. I, I'm really good at feeling, uh, just feeling the game out. And we're only up seven at this point, right? And it seems mm-hmm. like we really had our foot on that gas. Like the Giants looked like they were in trouble, and you know we're on the road. Devonte would have. Should have got smashed on that play. I have no clue how he didn't get smashed and dropped the football. And the Giants crowd would have gotten into the game and would have, would have given them a glimmer of hope. But, like, just talk about just stepping on somebody's neck. Like, Jalen Hurts is unconscious out there. And mm-hmm. I just can't believe he somehow fit that. I don't know how Devontae didn't get tackled and he somehow scored a touchdown. Or somehow just um, bat the ball down. Like, if you're the safety, why are you, like, yeah, is he going for the pick or the hit? Like, just bat it down. I mean, we're obviously happy that that didn't play. But that is just a poor decision. That's poor ball skills from, from Julian Love. And he's a pretty good safety. I would expect better from him. Right. A.J. Brown has hit 1,000. <sighs> uh, yeah. 
just just even thinking about that. I didn't even know he had 10 touchdowns, by the way. When I saw that graphic, I'm like, because I don't know if you remember, I don't think he scored a touchdown this season until like the third week of the season. I was like, it was going on for a while. People were like, oh, no. Uh, that no, whole this Jalen th- can't throw a passing touchdowns thing. Remember that was the knock for a while. That's yeah. over, guys. That is yeah. over. <laughs> we'll get into that because Jalen Hurts finally, like, he didn't like lash out, but he definitely made a comment about the detractors who said he couldn't throw a deep ball. So I'll I'll, I'll get into that in a minute. But for oh, AJ yeah. Brown, this marks the third season of Brown's career out of four that he's reached over a thousand receiving yards. He had one thousand fifty-one yards in twenty nineteen, one thousand seventy-five yards in twenty twenty, and with four games left to play. He is probably going to get a career high this yep. season. And people, everybody was like, oh, receivers don't want to play with Jalen Hurts. <laughs> receivers don't want to run QB. They don't want to block for QB bootleg 12 times a game. And they don't want to do this. They don't want to block. They don't want to do any of this. A.J. Brown is on track now for his career high in yards and touchdowns. When does and it end, man? Uh, well, it might be. It might end this week because after, after we watch the way the other court, it feels like every other quarterback in the league is just like turning the ball over at like a, a wild rate. Like I mentioned before, like Mahomes with his three turnovers, Dak late in the game. Obviously yeah, the they way Dak that. turned the ball over, if they played a normal, like a normal bad team, <laughs> like there's bad teams in the NFL, like just take a normal bad team off the top of your head, they lose that game by multiple scores. Even you, even jo- even Josh Allen, it can not it can barely eclipse 200 yards passing anymore. Like his under has been the play in like the last three weeks. I'm pretty sure behind uh, Hurts, and Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow is the third favorite who's who's been catching fire. Joe Burrow is now the third favorite for MVP. So that tells you how much uh, Tua and well, I don't yeah Tua well, Tua and, was oh, like yeah. dreadful. How about that? My dreadful. my truth God. finally came to reality last night, huh? <laughs> yeah, the known <laughs> but, um, the known Tua hater is finally get, gets to, gets, hater, gets to take just... it, take to get his victory lap after last night. That was hard. Jalen Hurts is our quarterback. We're not supposed to like that guy. That guy took his job in college. All right. Yeah, what, but, a, uh, what, a, what, a, what a time. Man. Mahomes threw as many interceptions in one game as Hurts has the whole season. So. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot. So I guess now we'll, 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 we'll round over now to Jalen Hurts, who if you, if you didn't know the type of player that Jalen Hurts was or the type of person he is and, the, and the, just how he carries himself, look no further than the viral clip that I'm sure you've seen by now that after – uh, after that botched punt, whatever the Giants were trying to play kickball, I don't like. I don't know what that punter was trying to do. He botched it, tried to <laughs> kick it off the ground. I'm actually impressed he made contact, to be honest, because it's hard to kick that ball after after it hits the ground. But after you can't once it hits the ground, you can't pick it up again. So refs ultimately ruled it a dead ball. Hertz comes out first play, bam, hits AJ Brown for another 30 plus yard touchdown, and then they they cut away to commercial break. They come back and Jalen Hurts is just sitting on the bench, just 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 locked in locked in demeanor you got quez and aj brown cackling up a storm next to him laughing <laughs> quez is making it rain you got aj laughing his ass off even Devonte, who's not all that animated he's laughing he's having a good time and then you look at Jalen, who's just sitting there sitting there not a not a not a blink not a not a mm. smirk no quiver of the lip he's just sitting there locked in all business and that just gives you the uh, it, that just gives you some some intel into how Jalen hurts views his football career this season and Man, when when if and when he's like eventually named MVP, like I was thinking about it this morning, I don't even know how I'm going to like digest it all because like to come from where he was. Can last we just year, say that's a uh, that's a, such a bad take? I'm not gonna say it's a Super Bowl yourself. on its own, but that's In like of, like yeah. if we look at like Eagles history, if that happens, man, like considering the fact that when he was the second he was drafted, like. Most of Philadelphia was like up in arms, upset. Like, what are they doing? And like the fact that he turned into an MVP is like, 
I mean, that, that's an insane accolade, man. Also, can we also just say, I see people up and down up and down Twitter saying, like, I don't want Jalen Hurst to win MVP. I care more about the Super Bowl MVP. Why can't he win both? People are saying, when was the last time a league MVP won Super Bowl MVP? He can't oh win both? We're always, he can't be the uh, first one to do it? That's almost as bad why, as that why? other thing I saw circulating Twitter. And by the way, the uh, shout out to, I don't know if Elon is in charge of it or whoever got that scumbag <laughs> banned on Twitter, you piece of shit. You know who I'm talking about? Uh, I have an idea. There were some it, Eagles. I'm not even going to call them creators. Just two idiots who yeah, sat in a stream yard. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. Yeah. The ones who said, like, when was the last time? Like, like, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. And all they right. tried so saying people. that Russell Wilson. I'm not even going to get into yeah. the racial thing. So they more, tried more, saying more, he's not black. Story. What are we talking they said, about? They said, when was the last time a brother, a black person, me being half black, you know, so we'll get that cleared up. But they said, when is the last time a brother won a Super Bowl? I believe is what they said. And they said, Russell Wilson's half white, which he's not. He's full black last time I checked. And they talked about, uh, who else did they talk about? Pat Mahomes and all this stuff. I don't know when race became. Uh, then I guess we should just like stop trying then. Maybe we yeah, should stop yeah, trying. Yeah, but more of the story, Jalen Hurts can for sure win league MVP and win Super Bowl MVP. People are like, oh, I don't care about the MVP. Give me the Super Bowl, which I understand. The, the Lombardi is the most important. But I, why can't he win both? He deserves both. Why can't he win both? So uh, Hurts adding to his astounding 2022 campaign with two more passing touchdowns yesterday, bringing him to uh, 22 on the total. So that's 22 passing touchdowns to just three interceptions. And, of course, you can add on his 10 rushing touchdowns, which, of course, uh, far and away. If he wins MVP, leads, I'll wear that thing like a league, bro. championship 32, belt, dude. 32 total touchdowns to just three <laughs> three interceptions. I come on this podcast every single week to talk about how people don't talk, how people don't speak about Hurts' ball security enough, and this is going to be mm. another week will I do so. But 41-yard throw to Devontae Smith, 33-yard throw to A.J. Brown, adding another rushing touchdown as well. Finishing the day, 21 of 31 passing, 217 yards, two touchdowns, zero picks, 109.2 passer rating, while also adding 77 yards on the ground. I have adapted the mindset that Jalen Hurts is just virtually unguardable on third down at this point because now he can beat you with his arm, and of course he can rush. And even mm-hmm. if you know that Jalen Hurts is going to rush on third down, you don't have anybody on the defensive side of ball that can athletically match up with Jalen Hurts unless you have a guy like Fred Warner or a linebacker like that that can move mm-hmm. sideline to sideline. So even if you have a guy that's going to try and QB spy and contain Jalen Hurts, good luck. Jalen Hurts is moving those chains one way or Another, like I mentioned, 32 total touchdowns, just to three interceptions. After yesterday and after Mahomes' three interception performance, Jalen Hurts now holds the fourth best touchdown to interception ratio in NFL history with a minimum of 500 pass attempts. Fourth best in history touchdown to interception ratio. And now he is the second youngest QB to start. Uh, I have to look at the list. I just know, right, he, I just know he moved. I, I know he moved ahead of Mahomes. That's, that's all I know. I'll pull up the list. Uh, but Hertz is now the second youngest QB to start 12 and one in a season. Dan Marino is the only QB that has done it at a younger age. So anytime you're in the same conversation as Dan Marino, I'll take it. Steven, it's time for us to acknowledge our league MVP. It's time for us to do. I mean, we've been doing it. It's time for the rest of the NFL to do it. I saw some analysts, some national media guys yesterday coming around on the fact that Jalen Hertz is the guy. Steven, I think... We are going to get redemption for Carson Wentz not winning that MVP award. Jalen will get and Joel Embiid and Joel Embiid. Speaking Somebody. of which, holy hell, last night Joel Embiid fifty three points, bro. 53? I'm gonna be honest, I didn't even watch that game, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, you have to motivate me to turn that team on. I'm serious, dude. You oh, really man. do. Yeah, you have to motivate. it gets bad. And I it love gets, this. You bad. know me, and I love Joel Embiid. 
I don't love the Sixers, but I love Joel. It's hard Embiid. to it's hard to watch the Eagles and the Sixers in the same day, especially after like the emotional high of the Eagles. Yeah, and then we're you gotta come back. I'm in battle. I'm in war mode. I'm actually I watching Doc about Rivers Monday pre- team. I care more about the Monday press conferences with this team than a Sixers game. That's all I'm gonna say. I care. This, I am all in. They asked Jalen Hurts. They asked Jalen Hurts after the game about uh, the detractors and how's it feel to be playing at the level that you're playing. How'd you get so good at your deep ball? Jalen Hurts said, "I carry my scars." With me everywhere I go, I don't forget. Do I waste my energy worrying about the opinion of someone else? No. Everyone, their opinion, doesn't deposit at the bank. There was a time people say I couldn't throw a deep ball and that I could only pass for five yards. So Jalen Hurts might not speak on it, but he listens. He listens. Uh, can I and touch now he's on that really head. quickly. First of all, that mm-hmm. quote is awesome. Uh, second of all, <laughs> the thing that's crazy, when, when we do this whole like touchdown-interception ratio thing, like your first thought usually is, like a, a prime example actually is Daniel Jones. His touchdown-interception ratio is kind of efficient. It's because he throws the his average yards per attempt is like four and a half. Jalen, for <laughs> as many times as that man just gunslings that ball down the field to somebody, it's insane he's only thrown three interceptions. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. not like he's out there like – he plays the game very efficiently, but I wouldn't call him a conservative player. He's looking for that deep ball out of it, whether it's AJ, Devontae, Quez. I mean, come on, Quez. Um, Miles, hey, hey, they sent Miles deep, huh? That was yeah, close I was about to say, I, when that happened, I was like, are they sending Miles like as a receiver now? This is what we're doing? Like, Miles is getting that more play. That might and be they, a little wrinkle that could pay off in a big game if you sneak that one, man. And they line him out wide a lot. They line him out wide right a lot, too. And his, uh, yo, so. Miles has the best uh, cleat game on the team, dude. Those, those oh, yeah. I don't know if you pay attention to that stuff. You, those are Kobe's, by the way. They're called the Grinches. Also, shout out to the... For uh, some time. Shout out to the Shady Bounce celebration too, paying his respect yeah. to Shady after he passed him for his uh well not passed him but was you know able to to break mm-hmm. that record that he set uh, eight years ago. So yeah, this Eagles offense man, a juggernaut. They Jalen Hurts uh, wanted to get everybody involved yesterday. We have AJ Brown, we have Devontae Smith, Grant Calcaterra with two <laughs> catches, Jack Stahl two catches, Quez had four, Miles with one, Pascal with one, and then Boston Scott and Gainwell got some uh, got some. And there were time. some drops in this game, by the way, too. Yes, like Devontae yes. caught one he should have caught. Mm-hmm. The announcers AJ were trying too. to say Jalen threw it too far in front of him. I thought he should have caught it. AJ well, Brown, yeah. yes, he's good for one of those every game. Come on, we got to get that cleaned up. I think Grant Calcaterra <laughs> dropped one, too, but... Here's another thing, man. Like, I thought that so that first drive, Hertz was like Hertz was like nine of ten passing for like fifty yards. You wanna talk about that was like some Tom Brady offense. Like he was those were all tight window throws. That one third down to Devontae, that tight window throw was insane. You know what I'm talking about? On that surgical. First drive? Surgical. Yeah, the one yeah. when um Fabian Moreau was all over, like on his back, on that out route, right? The and I two, told like, you all offseason, everybody listening, I said I didn't expect him to be this good of a deep ball thrower. This is obviously an added bonus, but I said if he wants to 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 win this job and to to have a long NFL career, he has to be surgical. He has to mm-hmm. read defenses and make those throws. That's how you win uh, you know, in the postseason. And remember uh remember remember last week when you had said that Jalen Hurts at some point when he's less athletic and he starts to age that he's going to have to rely on his arm a bit more, transform a bit into a pocket passer. I think he's there already. He's showing the skill that he's showing he's showing the uh the uh intangibles. Well not tangibles, I guess. He's showing the tangible ability to be able to evolve and adapt his game, and I think his game is going to well, age very well. Because even look right, at Aaron Rodgers, who's still somewhat mobile. Running at aspect 35. of his game, what's that? 
even I'm saying look at Aaron Rodgers, who's like what 35, 36, 37. Yeah, like, I, forget I, his I don't know. He I can still move a little bit. Right? Stupid. Yeah, I think. Um, well, because like people just assume like, oh, you know, he's not going to be able to run anymore. But like, wouldn't you consider escaping the pocket and being being able to do that, make defenders miss, so you can make throws? I mean, that's like still mobility. Like, I think mm-hmm. I think Jalen's gonna um put that narrative to bed too um because it's not like he's necessarily out there like last year you could say oh he's looking to run like he's actually looking to run i don't even know if you can say that now it's almost like a last resort uh option for him now and another thing is he protects his body so i think like this whole narrative that he's gonna have to change his game i think is bullshit what you're seeing that was your narrative season. last week. You said that. You said that last week. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Like he, he's he's gonna play his game. Like he takes care of his body. He squats like five hundred pounds. Like like I just wouldn't bet against him, man. I really we wouldn't. just know that he just know he's like when the time comes, if there ever comes a time where like you lose that physical ability, even if yeah, you start like to maybe they'll a stop. Bit. They'll take the read option out of the playbook one day. Maybe you know seven years down the line. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Here's a, here's my question to you. As far as the MVP uh, race is concerned, which is more of an indicator of elite QB play? Would you say it's passing yards and passing touchdowns, or would you say it's completion percentage and passer rating? I would say the which quarterback. Is, I would say the quarterback that has the best passer rating and has the best record in the NFL and has the highest points and is in who is leading the highest points per game offense in the NFL. Your Philadelphia Eagles, by the way, at what twenty nine point eight or something twenty nine point seven. Juggernaut, juggernaut. Jalen Hurts now after yesterday leads the league in overall passer rating hundred eight point four. Tua helped him out a little bit with his abysmal performance yesterday. He's now second. Geno third. Pat Mahomes fourth. Jimmy Garoppolo is. Fifth, so Jalen Hurts is quite literally just to sum it all up. He's the best player on the best team with the best record, and that's just that's just it. That's just where he ends. That's just where <laughs> it, it sounds ends. like that Joel Embiid debate <laughs> all over again. It does with the whole Jokic. I'm, I'm having flashbacks with the Although Embiid. I guess you can argue things. we had the best. Whatever. I don't want to talk about that team. Embiid was literally the best player on the yeah, well, you're not right, the you're best right. team, not yeah. with the best records. <laughs> but he was literally well, the best player. You can't use NBA. health against Jalen. Uh, there's no way, and there's no way that anybody watching the National Football League this season is watching Jalen Hurts and saying he's not the best player in football. I'm not saying he's better than Pat Mahomes overall. I'm not saying this. I'm saying this season, the 2022-23 season, Jalen Hurts is the best player for that stretch. 13 weeks in. That's all that's that's all I'm saying. So shout out to Jamal Hertz. Shout out for all the improvements he's made. Shout out for um for proving the detractors wrong. Even I had my reservations. Um, you know, nobody wrote him off on this end, obviously, but even we were watching film and had some reservations, abolished all those notions that he can't play the QB position at an elite level, and we couldn't be happier for the guy to lead the team the way he is from a from a from the way he carries himself from a from a intangibles and tangibles. People were like last year, oh, the intangibles. Uh, we don't care about those. We want to see progress on the football field. Well, hey, hey. Intangibles has kept Daniel Jones in the NFL. Can I just touch on him <laughs> really quickly? He is garbage. Dude, yeah. you look at his numbers and he somehow finishes the game with, yeah, 96.1 passer rating. He goes out there not to lose football games. That's how he plays it. Um, I have no clue. Like, there's just no way Brian Dable actually believes in him. Like, well, they long didn't term. pick up his option there's, for a reason. They didn't pick like, up his option for a reason. Oh so. my gosh, dude! Like, this I've was never the exact. Him. This is this is the reason why I felt great about heading into this game. I'm actually not. I, I, okay, I'm surprised we scored 48 points, but I'm not surprised we won by multiple scores. I had. I just had a feeling that was going to happen because we have the number one pass defense in the league and 
you know, you want Daniel Jones. Like the game plan was to take Saquon Barkley out of it and make, you know, Daniel Jones beat you. And, you know, that, that worked to say the least. Um, who even drafts, who drafts football players out of Duke anyway? Isn't he out of Duke? That's like a basketball school. He's such a nerd so, too. He looks like such a geek. I'm sorry. I, I just, who's can't the best players? Who's the best players come out of Duke? I have Let no me look clue, it up. man. Has anybody, has any like NFL star come out of Duke? Uh, nope. Looking down the list. How about Brandon Graham, by the way? We didn't touch uh, three sacks, and he had a strip yeah. sack, right? Yeah, we're getting to the defensive side. Brian Baldinger yeah, went to Duke. <laughs> Dang, I didn't know that. Sorry, Baldinger. Who did? Didn't know. Brian Baldinger. Really? Wow. Yeah, he went to Duke. As I'm sitting here shitting on Duke. Yeah, my bad, dude. As he, he puts out his breakdowns every single week on the Eagles, singing them praise. Yeah, he's so, a yes, smart guy. Jaylen he Hurts. went to a nice school, man. <laughs> yeah, very nice school. Very smart guy. Um, so shout out Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, AJ Bound, Devontae Smith, the whole complete offense. Um, before the defense, uh, anything on, on Sirianni's play calling has been him and Steichen have been um, in their bag these last few weeks, man. The yeah. great little uh man, some of these some of these uh play calls and play designs are just pristine, man. You know we're we're going to lose both these coordinators next season. It's gonna be a sad day when Steichen gets hired as a head coach somewhere. But I'm enjoying everything he's bringing to the offense. He's he's gone. He's gone. You know how successful teams go. They lose their coordinators, and that's it. What do you mean stop doing it? It's a reality. It's going to happen. So regardless of circumstance, like let's say we don't win the Super Bowl, you think they're still gone? Yes, yes, yes. Look oh, at what they've done. They have, the, they have the Get most hype. they back in the building until we win a Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, listen, the main, the main goal at the end of the day for a coordinator is to lead a football team. Unless you're Josh McDaniels and you don't know how to do it, and you just keep getting head coaching. I don't think so Gannon can it. lead a football team. I think he yeah, has too I mean, much. Uh, hey, 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 chill on the Gannon slander. Look, we lead the league what? in sacks. He's a good we lead coordinator. The we lead the league in sacks, man. 49 sacks this year mm. since we're on the topic of the defense. Let me see him in a big game. Let me see him in a big hey, game. Hey, oh, we're going we gonna, to we gonna see some big games. Sack see, party. Gonna, like, everybody's trying to, like, nitpick Jalen Hurts in this offense. They tried doing all these things. I am nitpicking him, okay? Because everybody's crowned. Everybody crowned him. Him last season, matter of fact, they said, Oh, he's the next guy for a head coaching job. He should be number one on that list. Okay. Okay. Let's see it. He's a good defense, man. He has a good defense. He does, Sack party. I'm just saying, everybody else on this team has surpassed expectations. Jalen Hurts. Well, we he has like, the personnel also. So they both they do on both sides of the ball. I know that's insane. So like, who, by the way, the camera panned to Howie Roseman uh towards the end of the game when we were blowing him out, and I saw he was like relentlessly relentlessly checking his phone. And I think he was checking the score of the uh, Cowboys and Texans game. I think he was checking Twitter. Which I think should be investigated. He, he was probably checking was checking Twitter. Hey, can we, speaking of investigations, can we look into this, uh, uh, like, fucking, when it's fourth down and the Eagles are rushing to sneak the ball and this whole thing with players faking injuries. Oh, like, can we address this? terrible. Can we address this? Like, can the league find it? We had to change up finding... the play. We ran a Miles Sanders toss because yeah, it's like, still oh, got no, the first it's coming anyway. But, like, we're, we're, we're out call. here. We're out here finding AJ Brown for end zone celebrations, and we're not worried about we're not worried about Gator rolls on AJ Brown's ankle. We're not worried about we're not worried about teams feigning injuries against the Eagles every single week. I had enough of this. Somebody needs to put their foot down. Somebody, somebody, you know who is putting their foot down though? The Eagles defense sacking mm. Daniel Jones twice uh, during the opening drive. Hassan Reddick had one, and Josh Sweat set the tone from the very uh, from the very Reddick is in Hassan the ten Reddick. plus conversation. Am I right? Yes, ten plus for the third time. I believe he's the first Ed Rusher to have 10-plus sacks in three consecutive seasons with a new team each season because wow. Cardinals, Panthers, and Eagles. doesn't matter what the scheme is. doesn't matter who the, who the defensive coordinator is. Hassan Reddick is going to get to the quarterback. Brandon Graham attested for three of the seven total sacks as well, bringing the team total to 49 
on the Wait, season. We had they were seven. Third, seven total yesterday. Yep. Wow. Seven. Yep. You're just used to it now. We're, we're, we're unfazed. Guess how many sacks the Eagles had last year, if you had to guess. I think we were under thirty. Yep, 29. 29 oh. last year, and they and now they over they have overtaken Dallas as the, as the NFL's uh, sack leader. So Hassan Reddick also became the first edge rusher in Philadelphia to record ten sacks since Connor Barwin. In what year? Mm, remember him? You had to guess. Yep, and guess and as the theme is for the game went yesterday. Guess what? Guess what year Connor Barwin sent that? Unbelievable. Twenty fourteen. What was twenty fourteen, man? Yeah, 2014, everyone, Connor Barwin, LaShawn McCoy. That's the last time the Eagles had juggernauts of anything before they blew it all up and Chip Kelly came. Is that when DeMarco Murray came in 2015? Oh, so that was, was that the last. He, like, and then everything, year, everything huh? blew up. Everything blew up. What yeah, an that idiot, was that, so. dude. So, yeah, Hassan Reddick <laughs> after the game said, it was a blessing, three different teams, three different schemes, three different coaches, three different DCs. Man, it's a testament to my work, my teammates. It's a passion and hard work, he said after uh, becoming the first player in NFL history to record 10 plus sacks in three consecutive seasons with three different teams. You know how hard that is? You know how hard it is to get 10 sacks in one season, let alone three in a row, let alone with different environments and different teammates and all this? Wild stuff we're seeing from the Philadelphia Eagles defense. I thought um, I thought we saw a lot of Milton Williams this game, man. Did you catch that? Like, I feel like, I don't know. I, I'm trying to pay attention... <laughs> You guys are going to label me a Jonathan Gannon hater. I just feel like he underutilizes Jordan Davis, man. Maybe they're just waiting. I mean, they have like they have like 10 defensive tackles on this roster. I don't even know who plays what. Um, but again, I just wanted to touch on the culture thing again. I don't know if you saw Nadama Kansu, uh, but he had tweeted after the game something about uh, some like Giants related tweet. But you can tell like he's like he's happy to be here. Like he's he's invested like. Again, this kind of just touches on the culture. We just have a bunch of hungry guys here, you know. It's clearly, um, you can cringe all you want, but it's definitely dog mentality, you know, going on over here. Shout out to Nick Sirianni, who, by the way, is he's just so fun, man. Like, you can tell he's such a player's coach, you know. Um, that Devontae Smith uh, touchdown, he was going nuts on the sideline. Going That's nuts? Awesome. Oh, my yeah. God. He was, he was going more nuts than I was. At the end of the day, this is what I tell people. He's a fan just like the rest of us at the end of the day. He's a fan of his players. He's a fan of the team he creates. And I try not to get too ahead of myself and think about it. But, man, it's, it's going to be sad to think about some of the players that aren't going to be here next year. You can't, you can't bring them all back. God, you can't. And obviously, obviously, there's I don't know, a whole postseason to get through. But even like... I tried. I try to take in every moment of this season because I don't know when we're gonna have it again. Obviously, it's a young core. Everybody's young. AJ, Devontae, Jalen, but some of the guys like Kaiser, and uh, we don't know what's gonna happen with Edwards. Epps, some of these guys on one-year deals. Bradbury, uh, who, who Epps had a great you know, game, fantastic game. He's one of two safeties left that's healthy, so we're gonna need we're gonna need that. It's him and Kayvon because Reed Blankenship How about Blankenship down. chasing down Daniel Jones. You saw mm-hmm. that? Of course, yeah, he's we're getting now. to the injuries. We'll get into injuries in, uh, in just a second. To your point, Jordan Davis played 15 snaps yesterday. Uh, Milton Williams played 24 snaps because he yeah, got I was to come say, in. I felt like I saw a lot of him yesterday. You saw him late after you know some of the starters were coming out because the Eagles <laughs> continuously beat their opponents so badly that Sirianni can just pull their starters. And if once you once you do that two weeks in a row, I think that tells you you're the uh, you're the you're the you're the best team in the uh, in the NFL. We're the Philadelphia. Team Literally, Philadelphia has scored 123 points over the last three games, their most in any three-game stretch since 1950. With the playoff berth already clinched, obviously, the NFC's top seed is now the primary focus. According to 538, the Eagles have an 87% chance of clinching a first-round bye. They would have to lose two of the remaining four games, one of them being to Dallas, to lose 
uh, to lose that uh, top seed. So as long as they take care of business, they remain in firm control. They control their own destiny. Um, we'll see what happens in Chicago next week, and then we have the Christmas Eve game against uh, against Dallas. I don't know why Dallas said that close wins will serve us better than blowouts. That's the most idiotic statement I've ever heard in my life. What are we going to be battle-tested for the postseason when Dallas notoriously crumbles in December and January? Dak Prescott could save it. He could really... Uh, he could really save it. The updated playoff seeding as of right now, Philadelphia Eagles in that one seed. Minnesota at 10-3 and three is in the second seed. San Francisco, Brock Purdy, man. Did oh you see gosh. any of him yesterday? That boy is diamond out there. He's literally better than Jimmy G already. I'm, two throws he made yesterday, the one to McCaffrey, and I forget the other one, but they were just the next, two, like, nah, I'm not even going to say I don't, I, don't, I don't know, man. I know Trey Lance is watching this like, bro, am I ever going to get a chance? Like, no, he's done. Nah, Jimmy, he is it's, done. It's, 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 it's rough, man. So 49ers are 9-4. I, th- I think they're the second-best team in the NFC at this point because it doesn't matter what QB's back there. That defense is dirty. They got defensive uh, player of the year candidate in, in, in Bosa. He's, he's pretty good. Tampa Bay at 6-7. I don't want to see that leading, team, man. Tampa Bay leading the NFC South at six and seven. How come I don't hear the same hate for the NFC South that the NFC East got all these years when we were yeah. when we were ass and all this? And now the Tom Brady led Tampa Bay Buccaneers at six and seven lead the NFC South, and Brady is on track for another postseason berth. Dallas fifth seed at ten and three. Washington Commanders seven five and one in that sixth seed. As of now, the Giants are out of the postseason after that after that mm-hmm. loss yesterday. So something to keep an eye on as well. Injury updates. Aaron Sipos, did you see his heroic efforts trying to pick up that, uh, that block <laughs> that punt great. and run for, <laughs> run for first down? That was the <laughs> most heroic play by a punter in NFL history, dude. If he would have gotten oh, that man. first down. Dude, I appreciate I commend I commend the effort. Respect to Jake Elliott for coming in and, and doing some punts. They were respectable punts. Respect to Britton Covey coming in and being the placeholder for kicks, so at least special teams didn't break down hysterically. Uh, Boston Scott had the nice kick return. Britton Covey these last couple weeks, how about it? I don't think we touched on it yeah, last week about Burton yeah. Covey uh, hearing the hate, apparently, and now he can return some mm. kicks. So that's so so that's, so that's just good a prime example of how great this team is in the culture here. The fact that like we were booing him, we were like, "Get this guy off this team," and now he's like a quality punt returner. Uh, I did take his anytime touchdown yesterday. It was plus twenty nine hundred, ten to win three hundred. Mm. I, I thought maybe he looked like he was going to break one loose last. He's going to have one. Isn't he? I think it's coming. I think it's coming. We could use a punt return touchdown. It'd be great. The last one was, I think, Sproles. I think that's the last time we had a touchdown. Um, so, or was that Rager? Rager against the Packers, right? He had one, right? Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess yeah, it would have been him. It's kick return touchdown I'm thinking of. The last kick return mm. touchdown was Josh Huff, I think, way back when. So that's that. Uh, Lane Scott Johnson had a couple of nice returns. Yeah, yeah, sure did, sure did. But you know it's the Giants. He's going to get his. He's going to get his. Yeah. <laughs> Lane Johnson uh, left the game with the abdomen in the fourth quarter. He did say after the game that he could have stayed in if the game was competitive, but you know didn't want to risk it. Uh, Reed Blankenship, the one that's going to hurt if it's serious. He's been playing well in place of CJ. Um, the, C, the the safety depth is already paper thin as it is. Now you lose a guy like Blankenship, hopefully not for the long term. But if you do, it's Kayvon and Marcus Epps at safety. They're going to have to figure out something. Shasheray, they're going to have to – they've been bouncing him on and off the practice squad. Maybe he gets caught up, provides some depth there because CJ still has a couple more weeks on uh, IR. So prayers up for Blankenship. He's been a heat-seeking missile out there. Loved what I'm seeing from him. And uh, Kyron Johnson came out of the game with a shoulder injury as well, rookie, uh, and he didn't return. So, mm. all in all, Eagles in the playoffs, first team this year to clinch a playoff spot, 12-1, and firm control of the NFC's top seed. Jalen Hurts is officially your MVP favorite, according to all the sports books, no matter where you look. FanDuel, DraftKings, whatever book you use, Jalen Hurts is the MVP favorites. So be sure to recognize and acknowledge national media fans rival fan bases somebody a vikings fan told me this morning that uh that jalen hurts 
is going to shrink in the bright lights. First of all, how many championship oh, games has he been shut in? up. You're he was already in the playoffs. Kirk, he was in the playoffs. Dude. And this is coming from a Kirk Cousins fan. How rich is that? How rich is that? Steven, any final statements on this amazing Philadelphia uh, Eagles run uh, to this point before we get up out of here? We'll go more in-depth later in the week, but I wanted to get up here early, do this Victory Monday pod for the people because uh, they've been asking for it. And here we are. So. <laughs> this ride's just been... Almost, yeah, it's been too much fun. I just wish it would never end. Too good the to be true, is, almost. Like, I don't believe it, almost. It's going, the season, <laughs> I can't believe how fast it's going. Like, I'm at the point yeah. now, I guess, like you said, there's, what, four games left? I'm just like, I'm already looking forward to the playoffs. Oh, wait, there's a chance we could sit out of the first round of the playoffs. That would be great. Mm, one less game you have certainly. to win. Although, one less game you'd get the opportunity to watch this team. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I will uh, say this. Could you imagine the Eagles and Dallas NFC Championship game? Could you imagine how insane that would be? Uh, Dallas would have to get there first. I know, but I'm saying, like, I'm hypothetically speaking, like a Dallas and Eagles NFC Championship game. Holy hell, that would be something. Uh, yeah, that, that would be, have to be almost. would be the most co- that might be the most covered like NFC Championship game like of all time. It mm. would have to be. It, it, would, it would have to be. So, yeah, I appreciate you guys for tuning into this episode of the Philly Pod Victory Monday. Eagles twelve and one, firm control of the NFC, en route to a first round bye if everything goes right thank you guys for listening be sure to follow me on all social media platforms at the philly pod be sure to check out the libertyline.com for around the clock coverage on all five major philly sports in philadelphia eagles joel Embiid led sixers who is the first player this season to record multiple 50 point games he's back in the mvp conversation and yesterday officially he leads the league in scoring Mm. after last night he officially leads the league in scoring mvp races back on two mvps in philadelphia two of them you got trey turner over on the phillies another phillies is coming yeah bryce bryce yeah, man, it's it's Union doing some things, I think. Hockey, Flyers ain't so hot right now, but it is. It is what it is. Steven, let the people know where they can find you. You got work coming up, so this is why we did this uh, early. Let the people know where they can find you, uh, what you got coming up on this week's YouTube channel. You've been pumping out some stuff over there. Go ahead and plug yourself, homie. Yeah, man, Steven Conrad Jr. on all socials. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and uh, YouTube. I run the Liberty Line YouTube page over there. A lot of uh, just different deferring uh sports content over there trying to provide you know something different than what you see every day you know the same old same old so you know what i'm saying is that it is that the end of your school <laughs> yeah well what do you you want me to say something else sounds like you want, no, there's something you want me to say huh no i thought i thought there was i thought there was something else coming yes go follow him on all social platforms at uh, steven conrad jr subscribe to the show apple Pod, uh apple podcast spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, anywhere else you get your shows. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. We will catch you guys later in the week with a new episode with some more details on this game, some more news that comes out, updates on injuries, as well as previewing the upcoming matchup. We got Justin Fields versus Jalen Hurts. It's going to be a QB running marathon next week. So take it easy, guys. Go Birds, baby. Enjoy your victory Monday. We'll catch you on the next one. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.